Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined on the phone. I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Hi, good evening. Good evening to you. We have Todd Young. Hi, Todd. Good evening. I'm here. He's... Tired, but ready to go. There you go. It's past bedtime. Past turkey time, yeah. Turkey time. So you you got one down, you're going for another? One down, going for another. You know, but getting up at four o'clock and... I'm getting old. I usually go to bed at eight in turkey season, but let's get this over with. No, you are fifty. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna bug you until I'm just gonna say, like, use that as a, a crutch yeah. until you're fifty-one. Yeah, I'll be fifty-one pretty soon. Yeah, when you're fifty-one, I'm, I won't bug you again until mm-hmm. you're sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you made appointments with morticians? Because that's the way it sounds like. Oh my <laughs> gosh! No, 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 no. It's just a little harder to get up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. You know my uncle, the guy that taught me everything? Yeah. The guy that backed the boat off of the uh, break yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> Jacked up the trailer. <laughs> like, he, he called me and I was like, oh shit, I guess I got to answer this. And uh, I was talking to him and he was, wanted to tell me about his turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. And all it was is excuses of yeah. why he, he didn't shoot one because of how difficult the landscapes it is what he hunts. You know, he's always mm-hmm. talking about up the mountains. He's like, it's yeah. not like how you guys hunt down here for all those pets. You know, I'm up there yeah. in the mountains. It's real difficult. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. You, know, you don't it's have to drive ever. up. You can drive down if you want to. That's... <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. Yep. You're, which, whatever you do is way harder. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say? Uh... It's just hard to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. say any anything. I just laughed, and then i I called my dad, and I was like, "Man, is he freaking crazy? He's 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 losing his mind." But that I mean, that has nothing to do with fishing right now. But no, it doesn't. But I, I still think that this is this is an interesting thing. Is that he'd rather bang his head against the wall? I mean, ultimately, if you're going out to hunt a turkey or whatever you're going to do. Go out and do it. I'm not saying to always grab the low-hanging fruit, but to hide behind excuses like that, or maybe in his case, the reasons why it didn't work out. It Mm -hmm. to me just, Mm -hmm. I mean, to to him, it must be easier to to just lean on that than there is to like, well, I'm going to try a new area. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to knock on doors instead of just grinding the same old, same old. It would be. It would be like me fishing for a muskie in the bathtub with a raptor and then being like, well, you know, it's not as easy as what you, know, <laughs> up, what you guys do up at Chautauqua. I mean, this yeah. is a bathtub. Here. Yeah, th- these are natural <laughs> fish. That. They're not stocked, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. You know, this anyway. clear water, they can see, like, all the way across. Yeah. yeah. It does come down to it. I've hunted all over the place, and that my biggest buck. I could, I mean, I, I was concerned because there was, I could hear the kids dribbling the basketball and hear the conversation when I was drawing on my, my big buck. I didn't, I, 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 hunted, I, I hunted a different place. You know, I got in to an area where usually I don't hunt, but yeah, you got to take, if you want to do it, you got to change. There you go. Get, get into, uh, into those Try something plants. new. Yeah. Break Bird down feeders. those barriers. <laughs> Bird feeder turkeys. Yeah, it happens too. People's windows. Yeah. And out of the bathroom. Yeah. 
no, I don't do that. But I know people that do. Be, I, I know you could. Yeah. Doesn't always have to be. I walk to school uphill both ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Anyways, build the tag. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Musky Products. FattyZMusky.com is our website. Find us on Facebook or Instagram. Vance, are there any baits left? Um, Some? Yes? No? Maybe? Yeah, a little a little bit here and there. A couple swim baits, a couple rafters in all sizes, and a couple gliders. There's not much. Okay. So if you guys listen to this and you're interested in seeing inventory, message the Facebook page or the Instagram page um, here shortly. Those are going to migrate back into the bait room closet and uh, maybe we'll reopen the store with depending on what the inventory is left. Other than that, you can not, find baits. What's that? Not worth it. There's not, okay. not much. <laughs> it's always worth it. Anyways, uh, find the baits at Team Rhino Outdoors or Muskie Tackle online. As far as I know, they do have some inventory left. Um, times have been crazy. I haven't been keeping tabs. Other than that, rod holders, setting up a boat, looking to upgrade. Um, on the fence, hit us up. I will uh, walk you through options and give boat setup advice. Uh, pretty much, you know, I'll, I'll give it to you straight. So uh, it's free of charge. So I don't know why you wouldn't do it. Just hit us on the uh, outlets that I've already mentioned and i'm done muddy creek what's up muddy creek fishing guides mc fish get hold of us vance and i will be starting maybe i mean actually i'm going to be honest we absolutely have no clue what's going to happen in the wonderful state of new york with governor cuomo uh <clears throat> we're hoping to get started you know we have a lot of trips booked there in june july august we have a few open dates we just got to wait and see what's going to happen. Our plan is to start here in about three weeks and a couple of days with our trips. If you have any openings, you know, well, if we have any openings, we'll try to get you in. We can do some evening trips, uh, you know, get a hold of us. If you know when you're going to be up there on Chautauqua Lake and we will go out and do our best to get you on some fish. Hopefully we can update this over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. We're waiting with baiting breath. Probably on the 15th we'll hear something, but um, yeah. if you do come out and fish with us, you'll be using top-of-the-line equipment, as you always should on a guide trip. Um, same for rods, best rods on earth, most, mostly made in America. Use them, abuse them. I've fished with them in this early season, stamped on them, haven't broke, it, broke a thing yet. Um, Ranger Boats, shout out to them for sponsoring the show in Muddy Creek. Um, you'll be fishing out of beautiful ranger boats, very spacious angler series, uh, for all your ranger needs, check out Vic Sports Center in Kent, Ohio, uh, service, um, purchasing right now. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool what they're doing for purchasing boats, uh, because you have to, you have to make an appointment and, and it's one-on-one -on -one. and those guys are pretty hard to pin down. Um, yeah, you get that, that one on that one on one uh, experience and uh, you essentially get walked around the showroom. You can you can, uh, you know, pick your boat of choice and really get that, uh, you know, just I guess I don't, I don't want to use that word, but um, that's, I, w I wish I purchased boats like that this way. 
one-on-one appointments. You go in your own showroom and no one's there. Pretty cool stuff. They, they sell uh, star crafts, star welds, tritons now, and of course, uh, the whole fleet of the Rangers. Uh, check them out. Um, and that's it for me. Sounds good. And Todd, how's Muskie's Inc.? Muskie's Inc. I think everything's going good with Muskie's Inc. I saw that our chapter had had to cancel one of the early tournaments, but they're going forward with one here in a couple weeks up at Pima Tuning Lake. I think it's the next weekend. So I've seen some clubs are starting to try to get stuff back in, you know, back to normal. Let's go fishing. Uh, <clears throat> man, check out your local chapters. Those guys have a lot of stuff going on. They're doing a lot. They're, you know, most of the chapters are working with local fisheries. So much can get done by working with your local Muskie Inc. chapter. Uh, got access to the to the lunge log. You got you know you're going to get a magazine every every other month. Just so much going on with Muskie's Inc. Very important if you are a Muskie fisherman. I feel it's really important to be involved with the chapter, uh, even if you're not able to get involved and go to the meetings. You know, send the money in, get your thing, try to get as involved as you can, and uh, lots of good stuff happening there with tournaments and everything else. Excellent. Well, I think that about um, wraps up the plugs. I don't think we missed anything. So kind of getting into our topic, I was thinking of doing, well, I'm not thinking of doing, I'm actually, we're going to do this. So we try to promote a very positive, upbeat show, you know, not really, you know, taking things too serious, keep things, you know, lighthearted and but, you know, for the most part, we want it to be a pleasurable experience. But I sometimes think that paints a picture that everything goes rosy for us and things are easy and fish jump in the boat and everything works as it should. And to be honest with you, that's not really the case. And I kind of want to start, you know, I am i don't want to say a mini series, but it, it might be like our, uh, oh, what? You know, just another little thing that we're doing, like, oh, crap, what did we do with those? um, I'm drawing a blank now. Yeah, 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 I know what you're trying to say. The uh, We did the top top five of the the, uh, decades, the top, like, top five mishaps and things like Mm -hmm. that. We've done the series of the controversial topics. That's it, controversial Controversial topics. topics That's the one I was going for. Yeah, Yeah. okay, wait wait a second, wait a second, I, I... I feel like this is is very well one against two here for me because I have had a lot. Of... Well, we did have. I know when when Andy was describing it, I did say you have to take the one year out of Vance's <laughs> like buckles. I had like <laughs> like the 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 show ran off of my mishap uh, and and just I was like, yeah, this sucks. I you know like all that all that stuff with my boats, but. Um, I get what you're saying, Andy, but it would be nice to let uh, the people know that I'm not the only one that uh, su- suffers from horrible problems sometimes on the water. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm yeah. glad that you understand. <laughs> of course, we we make light of some of the things that we can we can joke about, but there yeah. are just some other internal struggles that happen that I think you know people can relate to, and people could you know possibly give advice or. Or, you know, maybe we'll talk about something. But, yeah, it's like our controversial topics one. You know, we had several mm-hmm. of those. And I don't want to say we've run out of ideas. We just haven't had 
anything good pop up recent that we haven't covered gosh and like approaching 250 shows yeah, a couple years yeah a couple couple five five years where we're yeah. going to be wrapping up here in a, like mm-hmm. a, two months yeah. so you know kind of along with that you know I, I i did a little bit of prep on this one um and, and i'll start it off i mean i have a feeling that that this could go this could go south really quick and we don't want to promote too much just <laughs> bad stuff but I, I think I think it'll be fun to, to have you know something relatable out there that most people, you know, some people can at least uh, attest to, and uh, you know one of my frustrations was, uh, it was it was just this past couple days. So on Sunday, I'll tell a little story. So I uh, I've been kind of resisting pulling the tarp off the boat. I've just, you know, when I got that new boat, it came with a pretty decent cover. And with the amount of dust and stuff that gets made in the pole barn, I was tired of trying to wipe it clean every spring from it just sitting there collecting whatever, four, five, six months worth of dust. So I, I've been using the tarp. And this season I've been resisting to taking the tarp off because as soon as I do that, I have to move it from its winter parking spot to its easily accessible summer parking spot um by easily accessible meaning i can hook i can back up to it with the truck hook it up and go and i just i haven't been ready to take it out on the water yet but with this past sunday being a really exceptionally great day uh peeled everything off and said let's uh let's fire up the boat and if anyone remembers, the last time I had that boat out, it was in September, I think it was. And I was up on Chautauqua, and I surprised Vance uh, out there, and we did, a, we did a little show about it. And the, the motor was giving me a little bit of a miss, and it was just being enough of a pain um, that, you know, I'm giving this motor a lot of chances. I think the motor's a good motor, but it just seems like every time I think I got it ironed out, it just just gives me a little bit of a fit. Well, this thing's been sitting since September. It's May. What is that? Six, seven months. And I pull it out, hook the earmuffs up to it and turn on the spigot, pump the primer bulb, push the choke in. I bet you that key wasn't turned for two seconds. And that thing was sitting there idling like, like nothing happened. It was just like perfect. It was just perfect sitting there. Blah, 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 blah. I let it sit there, do its thing for a little bit, put it in gear, put it in the other gear, you know, reverse pushed in the little neutral thing. I tapped the throttle and it just, it cracked wide open. I'm like, Oh, that things are going good there. So, all right, nothing, uh, nothing can suck. You know, well, this, this is nice. And then I go to shut the hose off and I can't turn the hose to shut it off. Like it's stuck. Mm-hmm. Like the spigot thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I go and get a pair of channel locks and I grab onto it and I turn it, turn it, turn it. Okay, it's shut off. And I, I'll deal with that later. I go and I back the boat back in. I throw the hose like on the ground because my spigot's inside the building um, for several reasons. I'm not going to explain. And it's sitting there and I expect water to come out of the hose. Well, water's coming out of the hose. No big deal, whatever. I come back shut everything down, come back out later after the kids are asleep, and there's a stream of water coming up. What the heck? 
So I go and I'm like, oh, I'll turn it some more. I can't turn it by hand. I have channel locks, blah, blah, blah. Do it some more. And the tighter I turn it, the more water comes out. Mm. Opposite. You plumbed it backwards. I, no. I tightened it <laughs> and more and more and more water starts coming out. And most people will be like, it's not that big of a deal. But it is because it's soldered behind the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, well, luckily it's the pole barn and not like the house. There's a shut off, like a main shut off to the barn. I shut that off. I'm like, I'll figure something out later. So I got that looming over my head. So the motor runs fine. It starts up like a champ. My hose don't shut off now. So I, I have that kind of weighing in the back. And the kids are all excited because the boat's untarped. So they want, you know, they each want a nice cloth and they want wax and they're going to clean the boat. And so I'm letting them destroy the boat by spilling. Like I, I have this bottle of like spray on wax crap. Mm-hmm. I've had it for about 13 years and I've yeah. used half of it. <laughs> In 30 minutes, my boy used it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely gone. Yeah. but I was, I was in the boat it, and this is not where I'm getting to my frustration. I'm just giving the story leading up to my frustrations. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, you know what? I got a couple new baits I want to put into rotation. So I, I open up, I use my live well, big Plano boxes, open up the live well. And I start pulling all these Plano boxes out and I'm like, okay, I got to, uh, I got to thin the herd. First off, I think I trolled for like 45 minutes last year and I have, <laughs> I have like they they are they are in a tight your lures are on a very tight schedule they mm-hmm. they have to produce very quickly oh yeah, without a doubt are, I, I mean, mean quickly not I mean yeah they, they got a minute or two and if nothing yeah, this, happens this is like the practice done. practice squad getting called into the game they better <laughs> they're just they're they, just not hit eight seconds left here's your thing Put yeah the seniors in yeah bull riders have more time to think about. <laughs> getting it right than my oh, baits. Man. So I pull out essentially like auction value $10,000 worth of trolling baits and I start laying them everywhere. <laughs> and the frustration starts to set in because I have a handful. I was pretty good this show season. I might have brought in under 10 baits this show season that are going into the box. So naturally I got to take 10 out. And I'm looking at them all. I mean, the hooks aren't even rusted from where I sharpened them. That's how much runtime these things. That water's been cruising over those tips so much that it hydraulically sharpened these things. And I'm, I just, I'm getting frustrated because I know one that why am I putting the new baits in service? Because the old baits never seen service. Two, yeah. I am I wasting my time playing virtual fishing? when I know I'm not going to use them anyway. <laughs> and I'm looking at some of these baits that over the years of just knowing people and, and, you know, being in the background, I've accumulated thousands of dollars worth of baits that people would slit throats for. Oh, and yeah. I'm just like, well, these six aren't going to be used. And then I look at them like, man, there's someone that would, you know, skip, you know, feeding their family for a week for that thing. Maybe it should. And I'm just sitting here just muddling, treading water, 
trying to reorganize baits so I can fit them all in because they all need equal opportunity. And I, I ended up just having, this is my, uh, this is my kill box this year. I don't care what it's, what the fish are doing, what I hear these baits in this box are going into rotation first. Then I get mad at myself saying, well, why don't I, why do I have the other 10 Plano boxes in there? If these are the baits I'm only going to run. <laughs> I just can't quantify it. I can't wrap my head around it. I mean, I just, I was completely befuddled. I was just like, you know what I, you know what I think? I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear this. I think that that boat is yearning to be on the water so bad that it messed with your plumbing in that building. So it leaks water so it could float again. Yeah, the joke's on it because um, I shut the main water supply off, so it's, <laughs> it's dying of thirst. But I, I understand them. try. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, when you guys look at your baits, do you just, like, h- how do you know what stays and goes? Mm. Because yeah, that's hard. It's I, hard. I have all those wily fat bodies. Mm. One has been in the water. Do you know why one has been in the water? Because I don't want to scratch up any other one. I figured when I wear this one out, I can go ahead. So what I did was I took number one and I took them out of the kill box. I grabbed the next color that I might put out. And I'm like, I'm just going to try some. Maybe this one's made of magic wood. I don't know. But it's. I know that for you guys, you guys get to run them. But for a guy that has all of this stuff, and I just, you know. Now, some of this fishing is is by by choice not going because there's other things Mm -hmm. going. And there's also time you know there's mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. just you know it's it's an internal struggle there but you know you guys have the time to be like yeah i'll run that eventually if it's not this week mm-hmm. it's next and it'll see 40 hours mm-hmm. in the first three days maybe but <laughs> i mean i think every fisherman is a hoarder in his own way you know that everybody has way too many baits and it really is difficult to take that step into taking the bait out of the boat mm-hmm um, but when you can get a, when you can accomplish that, it opens up so much like more comfort on the boat. This is what I have. This is what I'm using. I have extra storage now. Um, that's what's, that's, what's nice to do it, but it's hard to get to take that step, the huge step just to take those baits out of the, out of the boat. Like, we have fat bodies like crazy. Um, you know, probably like one of every color. And certainly between the three of us, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I have three boxes of them on my boat. I run the same ones the majority of the time. Probably the same couple. Yeah. Y- yes. Yeah. Why the yeah. hell am I working out of three boxes when I'm only using mm-hmm. these ones? I can have so much more space. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time taking the, I have a hard time taking my beaters out. Like I have fat bodies that are as old as Vance. Yeah. <laughs> I still catch them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And those are the ones I'm having. I, I have a hard time retiring them. The, you and can't. It, it's a great conversation piece when you grab that thing mm-hmm. and people look at it like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's, caught a couple you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it's it's like hard to those are the ones i have a problem getting rid of because i continue to i just keep using them. and some of the tough shads you have 
yeah, th- those ones are. Yeah, and you I do mean, take those I, out of already, the boat to to like make them feel to to rebuild them essentially. Yeah, Todd, did yeah. you have and a tough I mean, shad that you wore through the body and it leaked? Like the oh, hook I've, rash I, was I, so I, deep, it well, cut well, a hole well, in it. it the hook rash did. The, the, it, the fish bit through it, you know, and, and it, it was sort of where the hook rash was. And I have a, I have a couple of them. And you know, I don't even run those baits that often, but I keep them in there. And I pulled them out a couple years ago, Vance. We were up there with my friend Denny. You remember? And he was. Mm-hmm. We were using all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you I, you you weren't in a boat that day, but it was I a wasn't weekend. In the boat, but but I I said here, look take it. that new stuff off, just put, put this put this old brown perch on, you know. And he got like a we got like a forty eight and a half or something, you know, <laughs> instantly. I was like, yeah. you got to go with the ones like that, you know. But and it is, it doesn't even you can't. It's plastic, really. There's it doesn't look anything like the brown perch but uh and I, i've had to drain it i drilled a hole in it so i could drain the water and i replugged it because they don't run if there's water in there but you know and i still and i i want to put it down in my basement but i still keep it in there i probably caught two or three fish on it last year because i don't run it but when, when it's it was nice there, to have it yeah when it, it was there it, produced. it was still it, it, it still produces it still produces yeah that's such a difficult getting rid of this it's a it's a difficult time to do that it's just so difficult to pick those lures and to Mm -hmm. get them out of get them out of the boat yeah i mean honestly i don't know why they're all in there Mm -hmm. like if i texted you i was like you know what they're hitting goldies or Mm -hmm. they're hitting a this bizarre uh, sunfish pattern for some reason I'm, I threw out there because we had a, a tough strip of days. Mm. I, I still like that's why I keep them in there in the arsenal. Yeah. Yes, me too. Like, oh, just in case, you know. But then mm-hmm. I, I think to myself, over nine chances out of ten, I can get through the day with what's there. Yeah, you know. But it's it, it's it's like a it's just a complete mind game. To get those mm-hmm. things out. Like if someone's saying, I've just cut four on this color mm-hmm. of this lure and you don't have it. And, you know, I, I was that way. I mean, I used to. That's why I have all the baits I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, really in all the years of doing it, you know, it was more like, okay, this is, this is what Vance is doing. He's here. It's something more about depth or something. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. usually if it's a brown perch you can do fine with a walleye or a perch it's more you know it has so much more to do with the depth and the I, you I know how, how deep you're doing you know what i mean I, I i can think of some times you know there's been i mean but you're talking about a handful of times in my entire life now it's a little different up at st Clair. you know i don't know why at clear water you know they do get keyed on on some odd stuff sometimes and it just seems like if you don't have that lure them but you know uh there's been times i've been up on canadian trips and i've been uh you know not on st Clair and places where it's just like geez if you don't have a nine dollar bass right now you just just, you know you're gonna grind out today you got a nine dollar bass eight inch wiley and you know you're just gonna five doing the same thing you know but those Mm -hmm. days are few and far between Mm mm-hmm 
it's just hard to take them out. Yeah, very, and I, very hard. I, I, but I'm not. I'm not running on experience. I'm exchanging new for new. Yeah. So I don't even know what's like. <laughs> I mean, what's the Andy, magic baits are? You know, you're taking comes, baits out that have never yeah. been run. Let, let's just, I mean, just yeah. Let's just say this. New baits in that, put new baits in that are never going to be run. There are two. I'm not going to mention names, okay? Because I just for reasons. I there are two prominent crankbait manufacturers out there right now that command a high dollar. I have taken more of those baits out of those boxes than I have AZ baits in the boat. I thought mm-hmm. we were one of the mm-hmm. two. We don't make crankbaits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so oh, I every time I'm, I'm every time at your house I look in your museum. And I think, jeez, oh, <laughs> just hand you give me that thing for cool. I mean, back in the museum, it's going to go back in the used bin. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that that happened. You know, it happened. You went to Canada with the Wiley. <laughs> oh, no. I was scratched like, oh, yeah. up his Wileys. I destroyed his Wileys. <laughs> hey, you know what's nice about having a friend like me? If you guys are in a pinch. <laughs> It's like I have I all these cars and yours is in the garage and you're like, I, I need one bad. I'll be like, well, wouldn't you know it? Here you go. Right over here. Uh, check out the museum. I could just take your museum and set it in my boat and fish out of your museum. Yeah, the, the thing with the museum is like right across the little aisleway is like this shrine to Wiley's. You go into yeah. the other room, and then I got like 300 baits hanging that at one point may have been in the box, may not. And then mm-hmm. you can just go into the boat, and it's just like, you know, version three of the museum. <laughs> is that what we should do now, then? Should we sell all our baits off and then just use this as a business expense? <laughs> like a rental thing? How the baits we use now? <laughs> I mean, I'm cheap. I only charge by the uh, by the foot being trolled, you know, so... So <laughs> ten cents, that, ten but... cents a foot. You know, I'm got to pay for these baits somehow. You trolled. I'm going to take whatever I want. I don't think you should do that, but I think uh, <laughs> yeah, taking but... whatever you want is stealing. You're... Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but <laughs> the you're not helping this frustration. When, when it... <laughs> I think you should just do whatever you want. And that's what I just, you know, I'm like, just go out there, man. To show you how good my advice is, I am going to go and push it on you (laughs) by me taking your stuff. Well, that too, yeah. (laughs) But like when you're you're like, oh man, should I take this lure out or not? You know, it's just such a small sample size. I'm just you just do whatever you what's going to make that 20 minutes extremely fun for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean I get it. I I did narrow things down quite a bit, but it's just it was a frustrating process that in the fact that my boy used all my spray on wax and then my daughter liked the conventional wax and they uh spilled it all in the boat too. <laughs> but it was it was nice. They they sparkle it up real nice after I wiped everything down. But you told you told me that uh, uh, you were like, "Do you want good news or bad news?" And I called you and I was like, <laughs> "Shit, what's wrong?" <laughs> I was like, "I'll take the bad news first. And he's like, "My body's destroyed." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I was like, "All right." I'm like, I, 
I kind of get that. That's that's generally your baseline this time of year. Yep. Um, and then I was like, what's the good news then? You were like, I started, uh, the motor started. I was like, you went fishing. <laughs> he was like, no, I started it in the driveway. I was like, oh. There's <laughs> a huge, like, oh. huge letdown. I was like, I'm going to get off this phone call real quick. Yeah. I'll touch you later. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. That was just one of, one of my little local frustrations. I mean, that seems to pop up every year, you know, in between trips or something like that. Like, am I going to try to tailor this to this lake or, you know, and it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> you spend more time. Yeah. Oh, without it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I mean you what do. you're I mean, speaking the truth. You, yes. Yeah, I spend you, more I, time yeah, yeah. mapping out what I'm going to yeah. do than actually doing it. Mm-hmm. You do that in hunting. Too. And it is you, fun. You follow through in hunting. Yes. You know, yeah, I guess maybe the, sure. another frustrating thing with the fishing is it's such a long season to blow off a day or two doesn't feel like as much as if you're going to blow off a prime day of hunting. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, for, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're dealing with a couple, you know, now, yeah, I mean, you, you're doing the archery thing and you've got that six weeks, but you know, I haven't been doing that. So like when deer season rolls, you just gun hunter. It's like you have two weeks to go get this done. You know, you can fish all year. Pretty much. That's the way I look at turkey season. It's like, okay, I got two tags. They need to be filled. I got to go do it. Yeah, and you have a whole month to do it, and it's a race. Yeah. But as the season goes on, doesn't it get suckier? I'm not a turkey hunter. I I understand Mm -hmm. the premise and stuff. I mean, mean, for me, it gets harder because it's getting closer to the season. I mean, I'll be into guiding by the time the season. So I try to get it done in the first week or so, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you used to be the king of the drive-by, gangster, gangster. You would just step out of the car and crush. I it. did that lots of times. Yeah. Now he has a hard time getting out of bed. <laughs> it's just hard to get there. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard time to get. Yeah. Just have a hard time getting there. <laughs> Sleep in the truck. Camp out <laughs> under the stars. Yeah. So. Not a bad play. Anyone else want to share a frustration? Well, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think we do as the season progresses, you know, we start always, do. always, always the little frustrations, you know, you could be, we could call this series like the being human, mm-hmm. you know, human, like, all right, then how about series. someone else be a human besides me tonight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you were so light there, though. That was so in general. I, I want to uh, ease in because, Vance, as you said, that there's a chance that I might have to, like, cut your mic off and mm-hmm. just kind of, like, <laughs> like just kind of lead out the... Uh, we, could all, we, we could all yeah, cut off our, our mics mm-hmm. and points. Um, I, okay, let's, let's talk about this a little bit because there's a lot of frustration. I personally didn't take any frustration to this at all. But I think... Um, a lot of people did, and we talked about this about a year ago to the day. Um, there was an absolute giant caught out of Presque Isle Bay, not Presque Isle, Wisconsin, Presque Isle, like Erie, Pennsylvania, just up the street from me. Um, if anyone didn't see it, it made its rounds really fast 
through the the standard musky outlets and stuff. And I guess my frustration with all of that is not uh, the 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 frustration is the reaction to it. And I'm going to say like so I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. The reaction is somewhat justified. But taken in the context context of what actually was going on. So this guy who essentially had one notch above a Snoopy rod, four pound test and a worm and a bobber or something. How big do you guys guess that fish was? Uh, it's hard. It's so hard to get. With it's over holes. four I mean, foot. It's a, oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to, I'd rather go low on it. Okay, I'm going to say it's, it's, it's over 50 inches and it's 40 pounds easy. Yeah. Do you, I mean, yeah. Todd, do you I mean, think I, I, that that's I, yeah, reasonable? I, I, yeah, yes, I agree. I see the picture of it laying there on the when he has it laying on the shore before he releases it. I mean, it was the, the gut hanging off, probably filled with eggs. Yeah, and what a beautiful fish. Beautiful mm-hmm. fish. Yeah. Okay, so the guy gets it. He brings it up. He handles it a ton, lays it on the ground, and I guess where a lot of the the venom comes from is the uh the fact that that huge bell you know back arching vertical hold mm-hmm. then it's laid on the ground then it's drug over the rocks and then mm-hmm. essentially as if you were trying to throw a bag of trash on a trash heap <laughs> yes. he kind of like throws it and gives it a nice little spin mm-hmm. but he turns around and to me like the saving grace of all this and not that it's like he gets a free pass here but he was just like, woo, all pumped. Yeah. That's, that is a guy who is extremely excited. So I, I, a frustration for me mm-hmm. about all of that is you already know what's going to happen in the community. You already know he's going to be mm-hmm. getting messages. You already know all this stuff. Be halfway smart with like, you know what, this guy wasn't he was not prepared for that fish. He was prepared for a couple bluegill, a crappie, and maybe a perch. That's what he was going for. This is this yeah. water is not known for cranking out these fish. Now, it does, but it's not known mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, so I got a message when I was turkey hunting at like six thirty in the morning. Someone sent me that link. And there was nothing really going on. And I was just uh, sitting on a hill listening to see if I could hear. And so I looked it up real quick. And he, I mean, they had they had a cool uh, fight. I mean, five minutes of fighting the fish. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that all that stuff got taken down. Now, they don't show the actual landing, how he got it up out of the water. But, uh, <clears throat> man... <laughs> well, when he had it on, I mean, you saw that giant come up, and it was not like just swimming around. It was coming up and doing some thrashes, and you know, he even said while he was doing it, four pound test. I'm going to get this son of a gun, you know. Da, da, da. I couldn't believe at the end. I mean, here was the thing, you know, he got lambasted for it, <clears throat> had it up there, took some pictures. Uh, what an absolute giant fish! I couldn't believe. To, to me, I couldn't believe at the end that they showed him taking it back and throwing it back in the water. Like I thought that fish 100%, like that was one that was going to go home. That was mm-hmm. going to be laying in the trunk of his car on some old yes. hoodies 
that probably have take and take it to all the bait shops. You know what I mean? And you know, I, <laughs> I know. I, I mean, and it, this is not what the muskie community did, but I give the guy credit. He went back and threw it back in the water and it rolled over and, it and swam. you know, it, it, it started swimming, but it came back up to the top. And, you know, it was said that, how about that other guy saying like, just let it die. He, and the guy did not say that the guy said, don't let it die. The guy turns around, runs down through the rocks and gets it turned back over. I mean, this is a guy, put yourself in that scenario as a musky fisherman. You know, I, I've been in the scenario when I didn't have my equipment and walleye fishing or something and caught a musky. Let me tell you, all of a sudden you become real novice mm-hmm. because you don't want to leave the, the Rapala in its mouth down, you know, and I did, you know, if you don't have the equipment, what do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, th- th- that's the part. I mean, I got to look at it realistically. The guy didn't, re- I couldn't believe he put it back in the water that he, that he went and released the thing, you know, uh, was it a good release? No. Uh, it was a release. Give him a, it, a point it, maybe yes. for style. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so this guy, catches this on a worm and a bobber and he takes these pictures of it. And this is a fish that's bigger than the majority of the people listening to this show have ever caught. And it's mm-hmm. on a worm and a bobber. Yeah. And it's probably his first one. And he the land. guy, he, he lands <laughs> the big thing. This, this does, this doesn't happen to me. I never, that would never, no. ever happen. <laughs> Generally on conventional tackle, it doesn't happen. That's why we have a couple of these <laughs> yeah. things, you know, a couple yeah. of that class fish, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he lands it. And this is a lifetime fish. And he still has the conscience to put it back in the water. I respect him for that. I think that's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to see that something wasn't wrong, it wasn't swimming right, and he goes and tries to revive it again, I think he gets a pass from me 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there was good intention there. And the frustration comes down to um, the, the griping, the, the, the human... When, when we see that stuff, it is so annoying to see those people just jump on them so easily um, and and complain about it, not put them in that, put themselves in their shoes. They're just the be all end all. This is how it's done. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What the hell's going on here? And in, in a sense, I take comfort in that because the musky season has seasons. You start with things like this. The walleye guy, the bobber fisherman, he's going to catch the big one. It's going to get on the internet. It's going to get lambasted. Then it transitions into the bank yanker that catches them all in the spring and feels like he's God and knows everything. And then in the summer and shit like that, there's nothing caught. It doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. And then it turns into the it's water too hot temperature months. Yes. It's yes. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into the water temperature and mm-hmm. it's all fall fatty time and it's transitions into hunting 
and yeah, the and, and things like that. Yeah. So winter I take I take comfort in seeing that the nation is kind of getting back on track into being its normal self by completely killing this kid mm-hmm. um, in in a way that. That, I mean, that life it, life is still going on throughout this stupid thing that's going on, this stupid virus yeah. that's going on. Yep. Um, but I can say that out of all of them that happens throughout throughout the the years since you know the the internet's been around, I think that this is one of the one of the better things I've seen uh, out of the worm and bobber fisherman that for him to go back. And try and revive that fish twice. And flip and, it over. Yeah, I think that that's really admirable. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what I sort of thought about when that happened to that. You know, watching that and <clears throat> seeing his his, you know, the way he got crushed, pulled all his videos down. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, and I got to relate. Yes, I've handled fish like that a couple in my life. Uh, I sort of related to like if I was down fishing on, you know, in Florida and I brought up a 10 foot gator, what the hell would I do with that thing? <laughs> right. I mean, that's what that was like to that kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that fish, he's fishing mm-hmm. with a worm. <laughs> he's trying to catch whatever bites, you know. Mm-hmm. Would I know what to do with a 10 foot gator? Absolutely not. And if I had a gun, I'd shoot it. <laughs> yeah, you, know you I mean? can't do that. You got to release them. <laughs> yeah. That thing's a hundred years old. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, that would be my feeling if something like that happened to me. You know, so I don't know. It's hard. And, and there was another one floating around that uh, that I saw that a, a lady caught a forty-one and was all excited, and she was standing on shore holding it. Oh my gosh, she got crushed also. Mm-hmm. And once again, she was not musky fishing. You know, yeah. They get those pictures and they share them all over the place. Oh, they just crush those people. I mean, but Uh, it's an excitement that they have. I mean, wouldn't you like, you know, let's just say the first time you went deer hunting with borrowed clothes mm -hmm. and rifles, and an hour and forty minutes into it, you shoot a, you know, a buck that anyone would be proud of. You'd put Mm -hmm. that on the internet. Yeah, and but you know, like. I guess Six I, point four point spike, but I mean, you know, and and there was a day that I would have loved to have caught a forty one to keep it, you know. Uh, it's going a long time back, but I mean, that's just, you know, especially as a, I I just don't see the way they just crush these people. <clears throat> would it have been right better? Get go. Do you think he would have fared better if? when he was doing that arching back vertical hold, if that video then would have turned to him walking back to his car and throwing it in the, in the trunk or the back seat or the bed or whatever, would it have been better yeah. if that would have happened or that release that he, he did, mm-hmm. which oh, route geez, would you take? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very comparable because you're mm-hmm. screwed. You're damned. If you do damned, if you don't, mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy, you know what happens on the bank. Oh, I mean, Anybody horrible things can this, happen. It, yeah. yeah. Any, any time you have to handle fish on the bank is a terrible, 
terrible, terrible, terrible experience for the fish. Yeah. Generally, You're, you have to pull it up on rocks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, think of what he did with four pound test. How did I? Don't know how. The, the video showed him playing it, and the video showed him walking down to the water's edge. But how did the guy know enough to get a hold? I do remember him saying at one time in his videos, like, "Get my gloves; they're in my tackle box. I got a glove in there. Get my glove." So obviously he reached on and gilded it, mm-hmm. you know. But me standing on that situation, if I was standing on the bank without a net or without a boger or without anything to deal with, I guess you'd get on and attempt to gill it, right? With four-pound yeah. test, you can't hold any pressure. I don't know how you're mm-hmm. going to get a hold of the four-pound test. You can break it by wrapping your finger around it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. There's probably a level of confidence out of the ignorance because yeah maybe he just yeah. didn't know mm-hmm. all of the dangers he was dealing with he's like well i'm just gonna walk through yeah. this minefield and he yeah. got through everything except social media yeah oh my gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lost he had to hit start restart he lost mm-hmm. the boss at the end of the game yes yeah. no checkpoint you know, saved no checkpoint saved he he lost at the end of the game you know, I give him credit. I mean, good know, there for was him. An, there was an, there was another, there was another, uh, there was a, you know, people were walleye fishing Chautauqua right now. And the guy put up a, a big Chautauqua fish. That's how much mm-hmm. it, it bothered me. Probably zero. Zero. I was say enormous <laughs> amounts. So much so zero. that you're bringing it up on the frustrating show. Yeah. I, I took, I took a picture of it and I was like, look at this nice one out of Chautauqua. And I sent it to Todd and he was like, yeah, nice, nice fish. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't just like, oh, how dare they! I had people Man. sending me that Presque Isle fish, and and like, I'm like, nice, and I'm like, I don't know the guy, whatever. It's it's a fish. I I'm mm-hmm. I'm numb to fish photos anymore. Mm-hmm. And this this guy, he comes up, you know, that, that sent it to me. He's a friend of mine. He stopped up at work, and he's like, "What do you think of that fish?" And I'm like, "Well, from what I saw, I'm like, it probably's dead." He said, well, mm-hmm. but, you know, he put it in the water. I said, yeah, but I'm not losing sleep over it because um, mm-hmm. I can guarantee you it's not the only one in the system. And there's mm-hmm. going to be another mm-hmm. one that big next year and the year after mm-hmm. and a year mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? That fish could have came from St. Clair. That could have been yeah. that James Bond 007 <laughs> fish. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that fish was a male, and this, this to me, looked like mm-hmm. a female. But, it was, yeah. Um, yes. But, I mean, you don't know, and you're dealing mm-hmm. with essentially Lake Erie. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, look on the map. It's one of those big five lakes. <laughs> it's Lake Erie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's it's all good. It's, it's, it's I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating because I sympathize with both sides. But oh, yeah. I, I will yeah. not sit there and, and tell someone, hey, that buck wasn't big enough. Why'd you shoot it? Oh, that buck is big enough, but it would have been better next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that fish you mishandled. You didn't know what you were doing. And I think mm-hmm. that anyone, any seasoned musky guy that would have seen this person hand doing this probably would have came up to him and said, hey, do you need a hand? I do this often. Or mm-hmm. you fight the fish. I got this net. I, you fight mm-hmm. this fish. I got this boga. I can gill them or do whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. and and then you can have a yeah. good video of yeah. that stuff there and whatever. 
I mean, the fish. I've done, it many, I've done that many times, mostly up in Canada, uh, up on the course of lakes, and we'd be fishing. We'd be fishing somewhere, and there's tons of guys walleye fishing. The Canadians are after pickerel. Uh, they're not after muskies, but they'd, they'd hook them, you know, and, and uh, I can't even tell you. I'll bet you 10 times I've gone over, and guys had a nice muskie on, and, and they, you know, they wanted to land it, and, you know, hey, you got a big net, and, you know, I, I've actually gone over numerous times. I said, I'll, okay, I'll help you land this fish. You're going to put it back in. Yeah, we're going to put it back in. So I've, I've netted it for them, helped them get it out of their Mr. Twister or whatever, and got a photo and helped them put it back in. Uh, but That's not how everybody you have wants all those to take photos that. from Canada. But yeah, <laughs> helping the walleye guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, not everybody wants to take that. You know, some people are like, heck, heck no, we're going to keep it. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, that's frustrating to me, the way that people get crushed on there. So I'd really try not to look at it too much. Yeah. There's some time now, so. <laughs> Effort was made to do the right thing. What else can you do? Yeah, and I feel like the people that jump jump on uh, situations like that are, are novices themselves or, you know, have been around a while but just still suck at fishing um and <laughs> you know because you go through that phase like oh these are the most pristine fish you have to um you know always release them you can't put them in this you can't use a boga no. you go you go through those stages and like the green people will will jump on there and and say that and, and obviously the latter that i mentioned as well um that's open season in Pennsylvania now. It's any put and take fishery. Anybody that's what they've said, have, you know. Yeah, but the, pe- the the people with reason that can reason, mm-hmm. yeah, and our seasoned veterans know exactly what happened there and can rationalize with with the kid without getting angry. Mm-hmm. Like the, if if you're at that level, the first thing you say is. That is a that is a freaking giant fish! Wow, I can't believe it came out of that area. Yeah, you know, instead of it's time, you know, it's seeing red and I'm ready to kill this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you live five but, states away, and yeah, and, you, and that that happens as well. Uh, and that fish could but, summer in a whole different country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, hard. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot of human things that, that we see that is always, you know, we have to bite our tongue about. Um, I would say biting in, biting in your tongue is one of those things that... Is frustrating. That, that is frustrating. I mean, there's so many things, and I, I, I you know, is, is social media the cause of the frustration? I wouldn't have known about that fish. I mean... Yes. Because it I mean, is. I might have seen on the off chance I go to a sporting goods store and they have that bragging board. Maybe I might have seen that fish, but mm-hmm. I, I I would have never seen it in a newspaper. You would have seen one of the pictures of him holding it on the shore and assume that the fish got thrown in the trunk, just as you said, and you would move on. Yeah, because there's mm-hmm. nothing I can do about I mean, it. And, and it might have had a date, and it would have been two years after the fact by the time I saw yeah. it. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, mm-hmm. you know, a lot can happen in that time. But 
you know, just, you well, know, it could have been a, it could have been a, yeah, right moment, you know, like, Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. You caught that size fish there. <laughs> yeah. Cause how, how yeah. else do you know? Mm-hmm. Unless you like, can it recognize a landmark there, but. Mm-hmm. Well, the videos you can, that's the thing. I didn't watch, I didn't watch every second of the videos. I saw what I needed to see. And mm-hmm. it was very telling where it was. Oh yeah. In the video. Yeah. That's like absolutely seven minutes from Vance's house. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I contemplated on going down there and see if I could find it. I'd chop its head <laughs> off and take the job. <laughs> no, okay. I did. I, I did hear, I mean, I saw, I don't know if it was true or not, but it was, I saw somewhere that that fish was found floating. Yeah. I figured oh, wow. so much. I mean, to, to mm-hmm. see it kind of I don't know off. if that's true or not. Yeah. But somebody got it like later that day. That's what I heard. I don't, I have no idea if it's true. I saw mm-hmm. it or I didn't hear it. I saw it on the computer and all that stuff got erased. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe this, <clears throat> yep. you know, like we talked last show about, you know, the eat- fish was going to swim back out into the Lake Erie when it was done spawning. Probably never to be seen again by a human eye. That could have been the first time that fish seen a bait. <laughs> That's what I mean. And it was, I mean, and like, probably what's going to happen to that fish. By That's the very from. definition of bait. Yeah. By like the most basic, when someone says, I'm going fishing, what are you using? Worms. Like it may have yeah. never seen <laughs> yeah. a jerk bait, a three treble yes. hook. It could have just been like, well, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm here. And it, just you know, eat this worm. <laughs> and if yeah. it did see any of those conventional tackle things, it wouldn't hit it. Mm. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, that's, but just, but, but to, to, to take it as if, like, okay, I'm out there on Chautauqua opening day. I didn't catch anything in the first 10 casts. I'm not going to treat that fish, uh, fish's handling. Like, that's the reason why I didn't catch one that, you know? Within the first ten casts, I'm like, oh damn it! There's this, you know, it's that kid down in Erie. That one died, and if it didn't, I would have caught something right now. Yeah, it would have. It would have walked on <laughs> land and and went to a whole yeah. different watershed. That's how some people are taking it, and it's very, mm-hmm. like I said, it's it's taxing to read, but it I is. take I take comfort in it during this time because it seems like we're getting back on track into being the ignorant and uh yeah and i see you know terrible people you know yeah yeah. we're getting back on track the seasons are coming you know it's the same we're we're going we're going to be okay it gives Mm -hmm. me hope through ignorance is giving me hope that we are on the right track and that's what america is all about you know we're gonna bounce back and we're going to be big, huge uh, note-alls on the water. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I see some people were trying to preach like, "Oh, you got, you know, you got to hit him with this because you got to teach him, and you know, he has to learn proper handling techniques." That, that comes dude, up too. Like, is that, that dude fucking musky fish? Oh, that excuse dude me. Is not, is, <laughs> that dude is not. I mean, it's if done. he does, he's the luckiest kind of worm. He's not going to get down there and catch one again. You know what I mean? On a worm, sitting. He should pick at something the marina else up. In Frisco Bay. He's done. He should, yeah. 
Yeah, nobody. There's, you know, there's a handful of people who get to handle fish to... like that. <laughs> he should retire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pick up another hobby. Yeah. He essentially yeah. hit the lottery, and yeah. he's probably the last he thing he's going to want to hear from a from all the people that just smashed his face into the ground to be like, "Hey, can you guys teach me how to become better like you?" That's the last <laughs> thing he's going to want to do is talk to anybody yeah. else again. From yeah, this community, be, like, I, I give the kid credit. He's close to us and in proximity. Credit to him, but it would also be hilarious on the other end if he he was like completely obnoxious about it and like he like yeah. went out and was like partying. <laughs> he, he was, was just, like the musty man doing like the DX WWF suck it mm. thing and <laughs> was just like taking it like way too far. Like I'm the he was, musty. He's the next, he's the musty and, king. And then, and then the next could be the descendant was born. It was born. <laughs> Same area. He's hilarious. a prince at this point. The king still lives. Oh man! But picture like if just going absurd here. If he would have been like, "Yeah, I'm keeping this fish," and he would have like put sunglasses on it when it was laying in the yard, <laughs> and he was pouring a beer down its throat. <laughs> I mean, that would bug me in different ways. You know, just yeah. like, yeah, oh, come on, dude. That's an animal. What the hell? Yeah. No. Like, no. even see, seeing some things that bother me, like, do you ever see, like, people, it, it happens in Great Lakes, like, they'll, like, shotgun a beer out of a fish or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, God, come on, dude. Just, like, get the thing killed <laughs> and eat it. Yeah. There's, there's, no there's a level to, like, there. Of like, you don't really know what to describe what it is, but you know it when you see it. And and the only thing that when I see stuff like that on, you know, whatever outlet, I'm like, what are the antis think when they see this stuff? Yeah. 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 That's how like, not that I post all that much of myself personally. I I mean, I feel I talk fairly open on this, on this program about my personal life, but I just, if I'm like, man, that makes me like oh what are you doing i I, no just don't post it don't do it first off and if you do just don't post it it's what would you yeah yeah that's that that's the stuff that get gets me like a little bit like man come on i have tough time hitting a walleye over the head sometimes you know to kill it but i I mean they they, i mean they taste good they taste good (laughs) i don't want to like you know yeah I'd rather knock it over the head than have it suffocate or be, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, just mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. That's what goes through my head. And I'm like, you know, you got that shit going on with, you know, Kings and salmon all the time on these great lakes charters. And here's a kid that just, you know, tried to revive the muskie and he gets hit harder than anybody that's like essentially, mm-hmm. uh, committing like bestiality out there with these fish (laughs) (laughs) hey get the camera run and watch this just watch this and he's like hump dancing with this thing like uh but i don't know it's human yeah that frustrated that that whole story i mean i was i was frustrated when i when it that was a frustration yeah some of the the way that happened you know I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you something about a frustration. Let's we hear can it. move on. Can we move on from this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. move on. We're done. Okay. I'm and I'm gonna be the one to say this stuff. Copying, 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 and not giving credit. 
Now, copying is in in a game, copycat leagues, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like that in musky fishing. But when you copy somebody, you should give them credit. Or when somebody helps you out in the game, you should give them credit. Mm-hmm. All the time. Has that happened stuff recently? Like that, no, that stuff like that pisses me off. You know, it would be essentially if I said that I did everything in musky fish, like no doubt I, I've, I've learned on my own like crazy. You know, I've took it to wherever I, I needed to take it and fish the way that I want to fish. But it, it would be like, if I turned the back, my back on the two of you and said, you know, suck it. I'm the man. <laughs> and I never even knew any of you fucking guys. Oh my God. <laughs> You know, that this is essentially what it would be like. This is one of my biggest gripes in the game is, is, is things like that. There's been, we are very generous people. We are big time teachers on the water. Todd and I teach like crazy. Todd taught me things and I took it to whatever level I wanted to do it. And he takes his game to whatever level he wants to do it. And we continue, we teach people we're no different. Todd's no different to any other client than he was the, the first day that I met him. He was an open book. I'm the same way because of that. And I think that you, that, you know, that is the, there's a respect level that needs to be there. Same thing with Andy podcasts gives you the shirt off his back, saves you in a boat uh, situation. Uh, the copying aspect of it and then not giving the credit or just saying like, thank you, thank you, thank you, something like that. And just going, going about your ways mm-hmm. with, and just shutting the door shutting the chapter on, on, on the person that helped you out. That is terrible. And I hate seeing that in, in the musky fishing, um, mm-hmm. whether it's copying a bait or, I mean, Christ, how many podcasts are there now? I mean, we've helped people get their podcasts running, and you never hear a damn word about us. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that is annoying. And I'm just trying to be human here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I knew I was going to have to be the one that, that, that said this. <laughs> and I know it goes through our, our minds. But things like that, for the three of us, it's always not, not you know, gravy. Stuff like this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we're just thrown to the wayside. Hey, how can I do this? Oh, hey, what bait do I need to run? How deep? How all this stuff? How many fish did you catch on my bait this year? And then you don't hear it's Muddy Creek. You don't hear, you know, hey, there was a Fat Easy podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to, you know, thanks, Andy, for getting my whole soundboard running. Anything like that, that stuff's annoying as hell. And it shows character and we show character all the time. And, you, and if you have ever met us, you'll see that character. It, it oozes from you. That's why we're at, that's why we are where we are at in life right now. You know, that's character, character. People always rise to the top. People that copy and people that take shortcuts are not there. They're not there. Fake guides, People that follow you around for years, all of a sudden they turn into guides. You teach them all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Do it illegally. All jamokes. <laughs> People that work hard, give credit, and are generous, 
they always rise to the top. That's the way you need to be. And anybody listening to the to to the show, that's the what you need to strive for. That's that's stuff. You can't be a jerk off. You can't come in and say, "What are you running? What's your soundboard?" And then once they got you, it's like you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. You're treated like Dude. a hooker. <laughs> and <laughs> that's that's some of the most annoying stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we go and we go through that Most definitely. Mm-hmm. And how about, how about when we first started the podcast? Like, how many times, Andy? I mean, I mean and, and, and not that it really matters, but how many times did we look back and, and we would start, like, we would do a topic on our podcast. And we had X amount of listeners. We just started five mm-hmm. years ago. And, like, uh, you know, within like a week or two, you'd be scrolling through Facebook and it's like, they're doing. The exact same thing we just talked about. The exact question we just did. Oh my god! It would have been really cool to say, "Man, I listened to the Fatty Z Musky podcast, and they brought this up." What's everyone's thought on this? What What are you thinking? You know, let's 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 take this to another level. But no, it was always just like, "I am the I know the." Well, it it, it never got brought up. That was happening like every week when we started Mm -hmm. popping popping up. On on Facebook, and I, I remember reading. I was like, "That's what we were doing last weekend." You know, we, we just did that topic, which is fun. That stuff is fine. fun. But yeah. Obviously, we're we're talking about being human, yeah. And we're talking about how you know we always put the positive spin on things. We are positive people, but mm-hmm. here's a little taste of reality of what happens sometimes. Uh, and we're all hustling here. We're all busting our ass. We all take our time, take time out of our lives to run this. This is the life we chose to do. This is mm-hmm. you. You make you make what you put into it. And but those people survive. Those are the people that continue to go. Those are the people that will stick around. The people that take shortcuts in the game of musky fishing. They they get smoked. You're done. Mm-hmm. You don't learn the hard way, and if you don't give credit, and if you're not respectful, you're going to suck. And you're not just going to suck in musky fishing, you're going to suck in life in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make me want to run through a wall of, now, Vance. You know, and that, you that's, know, the, that's the yeah. type of people that they are, you know, and I see mm-hmm. it every, uh, I see it every day on, on that lake, and, and sometimes it just, you know, the low-key insults mm-hmm. that happen. On, on social media that will get sent to me where it's like, are they talking about me? Are they saying something like that? Like somebody mentioned like in a, in a click, you know, it's very clicky, very womanizing. It's very, mm. very bitchy at points. And, you know, there's something said about me that makes me want to just lose control. There'll be something like, mm. that's like, Hey, where's all your gold baits at or something like that. And this person will say that, and it's directed towards me and what we've done, you know, because we've always talked talked about Goldies and things like that, and it's a great thing. And it's like, you know what? That it, that's the biggest insult. And maybe if if you did do that, and you weren't such a petty jerk and said things like that, like you don't realize what you're talking about here. You you get smoked every effing year and if you did use this bait and this color maybe you would be better off but 
but keep making fun of it mm-hmm. because there'll be 500 to 600 more smiles from clients on this boat than any of any of your guys' boats that are making fun of that stuff. And so that that's, you know, the, the, the frustrating enjoy, part enjoy, essentially enjoy is, is people not being humble. Go ahead, make fun of it because guess mm-hmm. what? You get daddied every single year, <laughs> every single year. And I can't wait to get on that lake and fish again this year. I get so motivated every show season. It kicks me my ass right into gear. And I am ready to live in that lake's head rent-free and ready to go every freaking day because of what happens in these freaking three months leading up to that musky season. <laughs> yeah. And that's me being... That's me being human. You want to throw a little mm-hmm. diss and things like that? That's fine. Whatever. Keep doing it. Because guess what? I'm going to keep doing it too. I'm going to keep coming back even harder and harder and harder every year. Two years ago, people called me the killer. You remember that thought? Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. is, they called me yeah. the killer. Yeah. Mm. Called me the killer. They were fishing right next to me. You know why they called me the killer? Because you were killing the fish. You were... Catching they said fish. that I was, I was, I was, ca- I was catching fish. Yeah. They why. weren't mad. Mm-hmm. And this is that musky community. Mm-hmm. Not that I was doing anything. I was fishing. They were fishing. Something was, something else was happening in the boat. Mm-hmm. And I was deemed the killer by these people that fished longer than me. But I always say, just because you do something longer, doesn't mean you're doing better. Mm-hmm. And it, and, and stuff like that. I'm a little bit more fiery than the, than the other guys in here, but mm. sometimes that stuff has to be said. We're talking about being yeah. human here. I mean, this is what, this is things that we wanted to, to bring up. It's not always roses with us. Oh yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're a strong threesome and it, and it's in, like I said, that's it. You know, the Andy and Todd are, are my people. They're, they're my people in, my, in, in the industry. They're in my wedding a year ago. They mean that means everything to me. Of what that put me in the, the direction to go, you know. And I'll never, ever, ever forget that stuff. And it just, you know, I could, I could kill somebody right now. I could run for a <laughs> walk. <laughs> But that's that's just that's just human stuff, you know, and just strive to be the humble person out there. What Todd and I do on Chautauqua Lake is very fun and very special, and it's very important to our clients. And there is by no means that we ever sit here and show it off. Mm -hmm. You know, we do not act like that. You can get your ass handed to you in musky fishing any single day. But we do not, we're not the, the jerk offs like that. You, you got to be humble. You have to teach. You have to, we're guides. We, we enjoy doing this thing. It's the best job in the world. Have to be humble and you have to give credit and you have to work hard. And if you do that, you're going to be successful in this hobby or job and in many stages of life. So don't be that jerk off on the internet. And if you've got something to say to somebody, you should say it to them. 
and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And see, you know, see what mm-hmm. happens from that. No, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. that's not a threatening thing. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. You know, if you have the balls, you can't be honest and, and, mm-hmm. say, and say what you mean. You know, that's most of it makes no sense. What they, but, what you see and what you, that's why. Yeah, I've we, been watching we, it a lot more right now because I have some time here because I don't. That's what, and that's why I've just sort of, I sort of like to separate. I, I do a little bit of that for entertainment. I've done a lot more now because I'm home with my daughter. You know, because I'm. That's what I have to do right now. She's not in school, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I see frustrations come to me, and I just, I, you know, it's just like, here's whatever. Here's the thing. Here's, <laughs> I can relate to what that kid did on press on Prescott. Mm-hmm. I can relate to what's happening to him. We all can. It's it mm-hmm. does. People say say stuff like that on the internet. Yeah, it might not be as out in the open, but we know what's happening. But we know know what's being said. Mm-hmm. That's some of the of us being human, mm-hmm. and we're we're it's cool because I want my clients to have a good time. And all I care, the only opinions I care about in muskie fishing is Andy and Todd. Even though Andy doesn't mm-hmm. do it, I'm being honest about it. <laughs> he doesn't freaking fish. But he, I get a lot of assists. Get a lot I'm of the assists. John Stockton. You're the guy that saves everything. Yes. That's just, that's me being human. Was that too much, too hard? Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm-hmm. I think things like that have to be said at times. And, you know, we've been doing this for five years. Mm-hmm. On, talking on the airways. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm glad you kept it vague. In, <laughs> we put a lot of information, you know. We put, t- t- and I, I remember Vance saying the one time when he was doing, like, am I saying too much? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, you know, that's the old muskie fishing thing. Is like the old muskie fisherman that caught all the fish. He didn't talk to anybody. I can remember one of my good friends one time up at uh, up in Canada. I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, this is when I was a kid, probably 10 years old. I was like, oh, my gosh, where'd you catch it? And he said, right here in the corner of the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, old man. So he told me. That's what he told me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he told me. <laughs> you know? And that was the old-time musky guys, you know? Uh, Fair. Those Fair. days are those days are not the same. You know, there's some of them guys out there. And that's why I always say, like Vance alluded to, you know, I really don't care. You know, my clients is what I care about. I want to get them, get out there, get them on some fish, get off the water. That's what we're in. Because I don't want to deal with that crap. And And teach them if they want to be taught. Yeah. If they just want to catch a fish, then, you know. That's what I asked you. I I asked you, I was like, am I too too thorough in these things? Is this not what people Mm -hmm. want to hear? It's like my seminars could be boring because they're thorough, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to be humble and, and put myself in that in the beginning, where, yeah. where I was. And I was like, man, I was, I was like, sort of terrible, you know, you can leak, you know, to, have me, somebody... to me, to me, that's the hardest part of doing them, them and writing an article. It's like you, you look in the crowd when you're talking to people and I can look out at someone that's been fishing as long as I have and caught as many fish as I have. And then I can look at some other person sitting right beside him that's never even done this, and he's just looking for some information. It's hard mm-hmm. to tailor your seminar or your article to reach everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure someone could be sitting there doing something and looking out and seeing me sitting there, and they're like, oh, geez, I don't... 
I know he knows how to set up a, a down rod. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's the hard part of getting out into the, you know, writing the articles and doing all that is just that you, because you're dealing with people of every. I, I, I feel, I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, other bullet points, hilariously copied rod holders. That's insane. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> we, we did have one. I'm going to give credit here. We did have one come out and say they didn't, they didn't say our name. But they said this is not an original idea, but we felt we improved upon it. Um, well done. And I can, I can well tell done. you this. Um, I don't think you did, but okay. I'll let mm-hmm. you have your opinion. But but I have no ill will to that because that guy came out and was and was honest about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's, a, that's what's a, the nice thing about it. There's, there's, men, there's room for everybody. Oh, without a doubt. Just don't be a jerk off. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's that's all you, you know. Don't be a jerk. He's a freaking good person. Yeah, a jerk bait. People could say that the rafter was copied. You know, it was copied off of the suet. You know, but I want to think when we did the rafter show, I I believe I gave credit to like that gullet thing was was a uh, I took it from Dale. From Dale, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. credit little gullet. No. Because that's that's what I remember seeing when Todd was showing me his Wiley jerkbaits, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I purposely, you know, made sure that it didn't have characteristics of another commonly uh, made jerkbait by several different companies. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. But I, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's all well and good, and I'm going to probably you know if anyone's there screaming, if people are still listening, I'm sure there's things that we've missed. You know, just just by chance and some coincidental stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, but I don't think that we've ever intentionally done ill will to someone by, you know, we would taking some intellectual that. property and then making it our own and claiming it's so great. But we would never ever do that. Not intentionally, just... but we're human. No, I mean, not that I'm aware of, at least. But I don't know. Does it feel Again. good to get that off your chest? I mean, does it feel good for me to say that? I feel fine. I feel the same. You, know? <laughs> mm-hmm. you just racked another that, one in the chamber. You're ready to go. I'm, I'm that type of person. You know, I just say what how I feel. But this was our opportunity. I know you guys feel the same way about that stuff, and you know, just need, needs to be brought to light. Yeah. The yeah. the message is. Be humble, truthful, honest, and it will help you succeed in not just musky fishing, but in life itself. And I'm going to add, everyone struggles because nothing can ever be easy. (laughs) No matter how good they look on Instagram or Facebook. There's a lot Absolutely. of suckiness yeah. struggles that go mm-hmm. on. I have I have so much stuff I can talk. Oh about. yeah, there's lots of stuff I can talk. And you know, Andy, you you brought it up with that thing. Uh, when you said, if it wasn't for social media, would we have even known? I mean, that that's this is the thing. People, you know, and I'm I'm caught up in it right now too. Mm-hmm. Looking at it all the time. 
I would have never known any of this stuff. Uh, I just, I wonder how much, how, how many, what percentage of people that are doing a sport, like let's say they're musky fishing, are they paying attention to that social media? Is it half of the people that do it? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. So here's yeah. something. Here's something social media. I did this today. Um, I'm not giving any background information, but um, I'll do it after the show. The uh, if I'm sure both Vance and Todd know who I'm talking about when I say the buck that I named Russ. Mm-hmm. I recently yes. found out someone almost shot him on the 10th of October. I saw the video online. No kidding. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, you know, everything's bad online, but stuff is interesting. You can figure some stuff out, but, you know, it's another piece of the puzzle kind of crap. And Mm -hmm. there's no frustration there. I just thought this would be a great time to try to throw some, you know. Positive light on the internet. Yes, instead of bashing it the whole time. But that's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And there were, that this person also put up trail camera photos of them. And all this other stuff, and I'm trying to triangulate where this deer was at. Not that I could do anything about it. It's just mm-hmm. for for the sake of searching for knowledge. But I get a lot of fun looking at that. I, I get a lot of fun out of it, mm-hmm. you know. But as as you said, you kind of are not really paying attention to the fish pictures. And I'm I'm looking at it the same way when I'm scrolling through my Facebook page or whatever. I'm really not paying a lot of attention to the fish. Uh, just paying attention more to the fun stuff. Uh, but when you do start looking, I mean, this is the kind of stuff you find. There's people, there's people that almost search for you Mm -hmm. and want to egg you on a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you get the screenshots, you know that they're like, how are you reacting to this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what do you think about this? They'll do, they'll do. That's how like I find those, Loki disses and stuff like that was what mm-hmm. I was talking about, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, just read the comments and stuff. Yeah, whatever, you know. It doesn't bug me that much, but it's just here's the platform. You say it. We're talking about being human, part one, and mm-hmm. you know that's just some of the stuff that happens a day in the life at between Muddy Creek and uh, mm-hmm. AZ. It's always. Always going to be there. Just go out and just go out and fish. Take your guys, get them fish, and move on. Yeah, you too. I social know, media, I... social media <laughs> does not help it that much. No, you know it, it. What helps it was when you take the guy out and he catches eleven fish, and he tells his buddies, not on social media, but he tells them firsthand, like, "This is what happened when I went on that trip with Muddy Creek." Mm-hmm. that's what built the business. You can put whatever you want up on social media. You can go to every show you want and talk to people and tell them you catch 84 muskies a day. It has to be firsthand information. That's what, that's what Muddy Creek got built on. Or like, when I first started up there, it was hard. You know, there was local guys guiding, which I knew they were, they were nothing. Uh, I mean, I know that had to go out and do it. I know that I know that what I said is speaking for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why I just, that's why I, I brought it. I, I brought it. To mm-hmm. You're not having regrets. I, I don't want us to, <laughs> no, 
No, I don't want to. I don't want us to sound like whiny bitches. But this is what this is what mm-hmm. this is about. You know, being human. You know, and mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. You know, that that actually happened. What you said, how Muddy Creek is built. You know, that happened. Yeah. Almost had some guy want to kill me in the parking lot yeah. because we caught yeah. ten fish the other day, mm-hmm. and the guy wanted to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's attacked us on our social media pages about that. Yeah. Um, and then but, you wait. Uh, you, you were like in white caps and caught that forty pounder or something mm-hmm. with Lori. Same day. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you caught the same that fish. Was, that was so funny. The yeah. same oh, fish from Presque Isle. If you wouldn't have released it, that guy would have never caught it. <laughs> that was actually, yeah. He that told was... Vance he caught the same fish over and over. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah. All these yeah. different sizes. No, you just changed oh your God. hat. Yeah, you just caught the same one. No one no one catches that. Yeah, they do, bitch. Could you imagine that? I have a green screen on the started. front and the bow of my boat. <laughs> Yeah. Here's this shirt. But that's Here's going this. back to the stories. I mean, I mean, you know, he, 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 even thinking about that guy, that's going back to the stories that he's hearing. He doesn't believe him. But yeah. If his friend, if I take one of his friends, he was a doctor or something. I've taken people that were doctors down there. Uh, you know, if one of his friends walks up and says, "You know, I went with that guy from Muddy Creek. We caught like eight muskies." It's not coming from us. Mm-hmm. It's coming from them, yeah. But they're like, here, you want to look at these pictures? It's not like we put every picture up. We have eight pictures a day the whole season. <laughs> yeah, you know, between the two of us. I mean, yeah. Just I'll throw in ride. my two every year. Or the or the the best is when the bait maker will say, "Send me pictures," mm-hmm. and then I'm like, "Okay, I will." And then I send them, and then it gets posted everywhere. And then I'm like, okay, there's a million people in this spot right now. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's another thing that sucks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I I could keep digging down this rabbit hole, but I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say I've said what I I, I felt I've about, contributed yeah. enough to this show. Remember, other day, remember other when, days we can unleash. Yeah. Remember when the Raptors just got a lot of follows? Oh yeah, they get <laughs> they get good follows. Can't catch anything on them. Who said that? <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah, everybody's using them now, so they just get follows. I don't know if it's like the. I think the Ital- uh, there's something like. In Italian people, they, they don't forget things. Yeah. I, I remember so much funny stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The Raptors just get follows. Can't get them to commit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's we been really hard that, to guess. do. <laughs> it's been really hard <laughs> to get them to commit. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I got love for it. There's a lot of room. So how, about they'll get, how about they'll get used to Project X? They'll get used to that. Oh my gosh! And I remember who said that. <laughs> so they haven't got used to a suic. <laughs> they haven't got used to a regular crankbait. They haven't got used to anything. <laughs> They'll get used to that. They'll get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I. It's the same same fish on the same lure. 
<laughs> days apart. I've done it. <laughs> that, that fish that Vance kept catching over and over again instantly had regret every time he tried to eat a meal. <laughs> like, here's this guy again that keeps changing outfits when I'm out of the water. What the hell? <laughs> Can I eat in peace? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, silly, silly stuff. Oh, it's fun. Whatever. All we'll right, do it again. We got to take a couple months break. Yeah, we do. We'll unleash again. We should. We should have been doing this more often. Maybe. Oh, yeah, we could do it all the time. Yeah. Now that half the audience doesn't <laughs> listen to us anymore. <laughs> I know. All these unsubscribes basket. going. <laughs> Whatever, it'll be a it'll be a frustration uh, post in the next week. Yeah, have oh, you ever okay. guys ever noticed? <laughs> but. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's all good. Like like Dan said, though, it's you know really cool to just include the other people. We do. We tell everybody what we catch them on. I've never lied about anything like that. Never made up numbers for for the nope. sake of uh, helping out a bait maker or something like that. Nope, never done anything like that in my life, and I honestly never honest. gonna. Yeah, honesty, being humble. If I tried to make that shit up with how many fish we're catching, I could not remember the next day if I tried to make it up. If I don't send some guys pictures that want their fish pictures by the end of the week, a lot of times I can't remember what I caught them on. I can't remember what I caught them on the next day sometimes. I mean, I, I have a pretty good idea, but uh, you got to do it right then. You know, if I make shit up, you're going to get caught. So, very true. That's the truth right there. Mm. All right. This is longer than our normal podcast. So, is it really good? Well, it was good. We needed that. Yeah. All right. We just need to get fishing. We're in quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine. I've been getting I've fish been photos. Huh? Yeah, I've, I've, I've been fishing. I've started Checking up my out. boat, huh? I just, Andy said he's, he's like numb to fish pictures. Mm. But I, anytime I catch one on that shad bait that he painted, that he mm. hates to paint, that I said that was like my favorite cleanest paint he's ever done, I send it to him just to annoy him. <laughs> Yes. Try to get him to paint it again. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, what Vance was referring to was we had some tough shad blanks that I painted up and we recently sold on Facebook. The very devil that we just <laughs> crucified the whole show. <laughs> yes, that's a positive about it. Yes. Positive. But, yeah, I get I get those photos and, you know, I, and I sometimes, like, I don't want to sound like a broken record, like, you know, how many fish photos or trail camera photos do you need before you just run out of the same thing to say? Like, mm. nice, great. <laughs> you know, like, you love up. your trail camera. I, lo- I, I love because they're mine, but how many times could I send you pictures of deer bucks or bears or anything crazy like that before you're like, oh, yeah, it's another deer. It's uh, four months away. Been- 
many <laughs> times. Thing. You're, you're gigantic many... pigs that live on your property. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Been many times I was supposed pictures. to leave an hour earlier, and we've sat there and looked at pictures together. Yeah. It's it's fun, but you know, but like you know what I'm saying. That's why, like, we talked about it already on this show about you're scrolling through Facebook. How many pictures of a 36 inch muskie do you want to look at on uh-huh. any of the boards? Not that you know, someone that might be their biggest fish. No, that's great. That could be their first fish. Yep. Whatever, it's great. You get you get immune to it. <clears throat> you know, I like hearing the stories. I like seeing the energy firsthand. You know, if, you know, people show us photos on their phones at the shows and stuff. That's cool. But when you don't know someone or, you know, you technically might be friends with them or whatever on Facebook and you're scrolling through, you don't know the story. You can't see the excitement. You just see a digital image of like, mm-hmm. look at that, there's a fish. Did they find it dead? Did their auntie catch it? Did, yeah. you know, you don't know. I mean, you could sit down and read it, but it's different in person and, and there's a, the disconnect there, but anyway, fun tonight. Good. That's what they're supposed to be. Is fun. You guys good? And fun and real. Yeah. Being human. All right. Mm -hmm. Big thanks. Fatty Z musky products, muddy Creek fishing guides, St. Croix rods. Check out Ranger boats. They're at Vicks Marine sports center and St. Croix rods. And join your local chapter of Muskies, Inc. It's important. It helps everyone out. So, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Weather's getting warm. We're supposed to. Not really. But um, have fun. Stay healthy. Good luck fishing.